Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and the Insight Calling. Junior is over, but our season of adventure continues. Coming up, the Junior Trophy returns to France, nobody returns to Melody Festival, and one chaos gremlin shouts a Laura San Remo. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, welcome back from Nice. Did you all enjoy Junior Revision? Brilliant. Ewan Spence here uh, behind the microphone, ESC Insight behind me, bringing you all the news that's happening in the world of Junior Eurovision and the Eurovision Song Contest for the end of November. Of course, we have had a focus on Junior over the last three podcast episodes. I don't want to go too far uh, down the track of, you know, going over absolutely everything. Ben Roberts has done that in much more detail. Uh, so just look one podcast back in the feed. Big, massive recap and review from the press centre there. But for those of you uh, looking just for a sort of snippet of everything, France won again, uh, rapidly turning themselves into the Ireland of the 21st century. There are three junior Eurovision wins in four years. Joy Clazer singing Kerr, topping both the jury and the televote, lifting the glass microphone. Silver went to Spain, Sandra Valero. Bronze went to Arminia's Jan Girls. I'll bring the UK into this mix as well. Uh, fourth, but no medal placing. Stand Unique singing Back to Life because these four represented the broadcasters with the most financial investment into the song contest. And taking the top four places means that there are some questions uh, about the structural nature of Junior Eurovision going forward. And I'm sure that will be recapped by the organisers in much more detail. All those thoughts and more from the press centre in Nice can be found previously on the podcast. It does mean that we are looking forward to Malmo as our next big major event. There's a whole bundle of national finals and preview parties before then as well. Your reminder that you're looking at 7th and the 9th of May for those semi-finals and the grand final on the 11th. Malmo Arena in Malmo by the bridge next to Copenhagen, which is near Copenhagen Airport. Fly into there. Lots of hotels in Denmark. Most of the ones in Sweden are full up, but it is still some way away, so do consider making sure that your tickets are refundable or transferable or such like. And speaking of tickets, they have been put on sale at the start of the week that we're recording and sold out briskly. As always with major events going through ticketing agencies and online with a huge demand, there were delays, there were lost places in the queue and a feeling that the touts had got there first. To be fair, all of those articles that you read about that, uh, you could cut and paste the name Eurovision out of there and put in the, the Eras tour for Taylor Swift, um, the Bruce Springsteen the E Street Band and the fans uh, going on on that. This always happens at these events. Structurally, there are issues with doing this, but we've I think we've got the best worst way, it has to be said. Um, there are probably going to be some more tickets sold next year, probably late January, early February, when all the camera positions are decided for the contest. But do remember that it's Ticketmaster has its own resale section, and that means that you know you're getting official tickets. So I would still avoid the touts, and if you're looking for the tickets on resale, or fingers crossed if you get into the second match, the official website will give you a link through to the official ticket reseller as well, Eurovision.tv and then Ticketmaster.se as you're going to be going under Sweden. Lots of people looking to get to Sweden. Let's catch up with those who are going a little bit further in their adventure to be selected. <laughs> Thank you. 
We still do not have an official entry list. Uh, just checks the official website because I'm sure <laughs> it's Friday afternoon. They're not going to post it now. No, they haven't. We're still at 35 countries who have conf- 35 broadcasters who've confirmed that they'll be representing their countries going to Eurovision. There may be more paperwork uh, that's already filed and some people haven't said. Maybe that negotiations are still going on. We will keep watching that for you. But we do have other contests going on. Uh, we now have our four multi-semi-finals have been they're over. That's it. Uh, those uh, acts there. We now have our 12 qualifiers going through to the grand final. Um, we're going to pick out one here, Matt Black's uh, with his song Banana. Um, it's not quite up to Matt's previous standards, but it is the most viral song we have in the national selection so far. And with Sean Banana on the writing team, you've got a Swedish connection in there as well. There is one curious note here of the 12 qualifiers over the four heats. Six came from that final show. Nobody came from show three, and then three from the first and three from the second. In the end, it's one big league table. It wasn't three from each. Um, but having so many in that last semi-final, I, I do wonder if it took time to get the momentum to roll up to that one. And now looking at individual countries, let's start with Croatia. Uh, just over 200 songs submitted to Dora, the Croatian song festival there. There's hope here of having 24 songs in the process, which might also mean we get a semi-final there as well. We have a loose date of February uh, for Dora in whatever form it takes, but no further details have yet been announced. Czechia, not only do we have the seven performers who are going forward to the national final, this Monday is the national final. It's going to be our first competitive selection of the year that comes to an end. Malta's grand final takes place later in 2024, even though we have all the semi-finalists done and dusted. So by the end of Monday, we are going to have our next song, and it is going to come from either Aiko, Ellie, Gianna Lai, Lenny, Mighty, Tom Sean, or Thomas Robin. One of those seven by this time next week, by this time in three days' time, is going to know they're going to Malmo. Uh, Latvia, I've typoed there. They do not have 1,080 submissions. They have 108 submissions for Supernova. Who do they think they are, Sweden? Anyway, yes, Latvia's uh, selection contest will be taking place at some point in February. There will be an artist announcement sometime in January. No exact dates yet, but there's 108 to choose from. Uh, we already had the date um, for Luxembourg's national final in f- the first one in forever, I think it has to be said, as it returns to Eurovision Song Contest 2024. We have a name for that contest. It's Luxembourg Song Contest. Yay! Nice, simple, straightforward. Love it. It's going to be broadcast live from the Rockall in Luxembourg on the 27th of January, and it will be available for worldwide streaming. The lineup for the Newcomers Contest in Italy, San Remo, has been complete. Uh, Newcomers Contest in San Remo, Giovanni, um, and it will be taking place on December the 20th. Uh, four winners of Area San Remo have been confirmed to join the eight that were selected by the Italian broadcaster RAI. Of that, the top three will earn a place in February's Big Artist Campioni Contest, which is what most of the community regard as the Marathon of San Remo. We also, we also had the guest hosts for San Remo announced. Now, we already knew who was going to be the guest host with Amadeus on the first night, which is Marco Mangoni. But now we know all of them. 
um, Italian superstar, Italian superstar, Italian superstar, but on the final night, and that final night, by the way, is potentially going to be the last night that the artistic director of Amadeus is going to be hosting as well. So it could be his swan song, and he's invited along his partner in crime of Fiorello. Look, they are twins that just bring mirth and merriment to the stage. Fiorello is... I think Fiorello is actually Italian for Chaos Goblin. But anyway, expect that night to be spectacular, packed with Laura, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's that Ramble, it's a marathon, it's going to be lovely. And Amadeus and Fiorello back on the stage. Absolutely love it. Okay, Moldova. Uh, submissions are now open by broadcaster TRM for the national final. They're broadcast broadcast date for that 10 strong national finals February the 17th before that there will be an audition process as in previous years Moldova will do that live audition process on YouTube so everybody can watch on January the 13th as the singers come in do their song and go away again and by the end of the day they'll select the 10 they'll announce it on the the evening news and you will have your finalist it is a wonderful afternoon of just sitting back and imagining that you are one of the judges and seeing everything that is to show. It's one of the most transparent selection processes uh, you can see out there. Uh, San Marino, the grand final of Inovospor San Marino has been brought forward. It originally March the 2nd, it's now February the 24th. We're also reading an interesting one that I'm, I'm going to be curious to see if the EBU picks up on this for Eurovision itself because AI tech startup Kasparaki is going to be making its uh, large language module, um, which many regard as AI, uh, available to those taking part in the competition. So it supports their composition. It helps with backing vocals, it helps with music, uh, it gives lots of suggestions. So, you know, we are going to get some songs which have had an AI contribution to them in this national final. It's a delightfully great area. There has been talk at the EBO saying we don't want any AI influence at the song contest. So um, tensions may rise here. Slovenia. Uh, looks like we are having a national final after all. Um, previously, e um, EMEA has been this massive multi-week thing. But it looks like instead Slovene Television is going to be giving us Mission Malmo single night four songs, four performers. We don't have a date yet, but we do have uh, a date for the artist reveal, which is December the 11th. So that's a week on Monday. We will see the names that have come there and presumably an air date as well. Finally here, uh, host broadcaster SVT, of course, has Melody Festival and to organise first to select Sweden's song for the Eurovision Song Contest. As we headed into the studio to record this news pod, the artist names were finally confirmed by the broadcaster. Um, of note, first of all, there are no previous winners in here, uh, which means there's nobody who's represented Sweden Eurovision before is going to be representing them this year. It is going to be a debutant on home soil for Sweden. There are a lot of familiar names in there from Evolving Melody Festival and the Swedish pop scene. Danny Sincero is back in there. Dotter is back in there. Clara Klingenstrom is back in there. And if we had to pull out any name for no reason, then we've just read through the list of names with nothing to back it up. Marcus and Martinez singing Unforgettable is probably worth watching. It is not the Nat King Cole classic, although it would be quite nice if I heard them cover that just... Just, just for giggles, really. Um, but yeah, 
all of that's happening. Uh, we do have all the names. Ben Robertson's been at the press launch uh, for that. It's a long way from Nice to Stockholm, but he did it very quickly. Uh, and he has been speaking to performers, so we're going to have a whole bundle of interviews with them over on our Patreon, uh, on the Patreon podcast feed there, patreon.com slash ESC Insight. And we are going to be having a column and news and discussion opinion from him uh, about the launch on the website over the weekend. <laughs> Right, what do we have around the internet? Well, of course, we've got a lot of Junior Eurovision to catch up on, three podcasts from On The Ground. That third one, of course, is a review of the contest after we knew that France was winning, so uh, you can go back and get lots of discussion points on that. Similar on the website, we've got a whole bundle uh, written up about Junior, not just the show, but also academic studies behind that, um, how the language are doing, this lovely discussion with the BBC team around how they staged uh, the song from Stand Unique and given that's the same team that are doing the adult contest a couple of clues in there um, about their approach not necessarily about who they've chosen yes I know there's rumours about others and others and others and you know there are rumours years and years and years there are always rumours so let's just park that one over there outside of junior revision hayden can as a guest contribution on his view that he wants acts to be announced earlier even if the song doesn't turn up earlier so he has time to explore the artist get to love them go through their discography in the background fun read that one uh, what else do we have outside of Insight? Uh, the official podcast is back. Yes, uh, Steve and the ESC.TV team uh, have returned with their little audio adventure as well. There's some. Uh, there's one episode from Junior Eurovision, so a bundle of interviews there. Uh, but also the, pre- the launch podcast previous to that was the famous fans chat uh, with Norway's Sigrid in the mix there. It's available wherever you get uh, wherever you get this podcast, um, apart from our website. If you come to our website, you have to go to their website. If you're getting it from your favourite podcast app, client or directory, or even Spotify, you'll find that there as well. And a whole bundle of other podcasts. Go explore the world. We've got lots of people talking about Eurovision. Love them all. Um, another date for your diary in terms of the preview parties. London Eurovision is confirmed as April the 7th. No details yet on venue, uh, on tickets um, or guests, but uh, it is one of the notable preview parties, so you can book out your diary now. And if nothing else, get the hotel reservations if you need to come into the big city. Uh, Eurovision pre-party, uh, March 20, 29th, 30th in Madrid, Barcelona 4th to the 6th, Amsterdam Saturday the 13th, uh, Stockholm and Sunday the 14th for various parties in as well. Copenhagen Eurovision party, Saturday, May the 4th. You've got that one already. Uh, what do we have to look forward to over the next two or three weeks? Um, lots of Christmas music. Just in general. <laughs> but in terms of Eurovision, uh, we are still waiting for the official entry list. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe they just like won't tell us until we turn up in May. Now, that's not going to happen because we need to get the CD first. But anyway, still waiting on that when it pops up. Well, the conversations on that. Albania's uh, Festival in Kenya is taking place this month as well. We have the Czech National Final coming up on Monday. The Netherlands has said we will get the artist name by Christmas. Fingers crossed on that one as well. The adventure, the musical journey is building up. It'll take a break over the holidays and we'll be back again in January, but we can get a whole bundle of Eurovision notes and mementos in place before we all settle down to the Doctor Who Christmas special. But until then, thanks very much for your years. Thanks for listening. Wherever you are out there, whether you're a friend we know or a friend we still to meet, do stay safe. Be kind to each other. I have the guitars ready to go. and I'll catch you in the next podcast. Ta-ra for now. 
This is the Insight News Podcast, where it's hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insights.